When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this. This place doesn't look like the pictures. Ah! Is there a door behind all those spiders? It's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation. Ah, this is perfect. Relax, you booked a Verbo. Good evening. Los Angeles. Welcome to Love It or Leave It Live or Else. And if you're listening to this on Saturday, you've already heard Taylor Swift's explicit confession that she's a stone cold. I'm not saying that she's a lesbian. We don't know this. We don't know. By the time this comes out, it could have all just gone to nothing. Oh, she also brokered peace in Ukraine. What an album. We've got a great show for you this week. Jody Hicks of Planned Parenthood is here. Chris Fleming and Ellington Wells will have to decide whether or not a tweet is real or generated by artificial intelligence. And Danny DeVito and Lucy DeVito are here to play a devilish edition of the Newly Dad game, plus the rant wheel. But first, let's get into it. What a week. On Thursday, Liz Truss resigned as British Prime Minister after only six weeks on the job. Truss's resignation followed her government's rapid backtracking of her disastrous economic plan that plunged the country into chaos and makes her the shortest-serving prime minister in British history. Some women break the glass ceiling, but a rare few go one step further and break everything. (laughs) (laughs) Following Liz Truss's announcement, the Internet unearthed an Instagram post featuring Truss and Taylor Swift at the 2019 BAFTAs and the caption reading, look what you made me do. It's official, Liz Truss is gay. (laughs) There's really only two possibilities right now as we live in the liminal space between recording this before we hear Midnight's and it coming out after we hear Midnight's, which is either Taylor Swift is going to announce some sort of a identity thing. She's going to come out in some way. Or this whole fucking thing got out of hand and they're panicking and they don't know what to do. Half of TikTok thinks I'm gay. I'm not gay. Now everybody's going to be disappointed. She might just have to be bisexual. She might just have to do it for her career. (laughs) Sitting around a table, big conference room with a bunch of publicists and they're all like, we crunched the numbers, Taylor. There's only one way out of this thing. (laughs) And a groany. (laughs) Spagliato with Prosecco in it. (laughs) Meanwhile, back across the pond, the midterms are barreling down on us like we're tied to the track and the trolley problem, and the Republicans are asking, can we get two trolleys? (laughs) On Sunday, Georgia representative and part-time sleep paralysis demon Marjorie Taylor Greene lost her shit during a debate when her Democratic opponent, Marcus Flowers, correctly called her insurrectionist, to which Greene said this. I'd need a rebuttal to that. Uh, You cannot accuse me of insurrection. I was a victim of the January 6th riot just as much as any other member of Congress. That was the third day I had on the job. I had nothing to do with what happened there that day, and I will not have you accuse me of that. That is wrong of you to do. You're lying about me, and you will not defame my character in that manner. Only I can defame my character in that manner. (laughs) Democrats are letting children identify as goats and eating tin cans at school. Green added, why I'm so angry I could hang Mike Pence. (laughs) Never get so mad, you want to kill Mike Pence? (laughs) Meanwhile, Ohio Senate candidates Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance went knives out in their second debate this week with Ryan saying this. I mean, you were calling Trump America's Hitler. And then you kissed his ass, and then he endorsed you. I'm for Ohio. 
I don't kiss anyone's ass like him. Ohio needs an ass kicker, not an ass kisser. A couple points. Look, we get what he's trying to say here, but it's a little bit homophobic to be so averse to ass kicking. Ohio got a rim job every once in a while. Maybe the rust belt will be a little less rusty. <laughs> Either way, there's more that unites us and divide us. Ohioans of all political persuasions agree that something must be done to the ass. <laughs> After a uh, chaotic appearance at last week's debate, Herschel Walker was a no-show at another debate hosted by the Atlanta Press Club on Sunday and was represented on stage by an empty podium. The bad news? That podium is now polling at 48%. (laughs) Polarization stinks. (laughs) I'm just now getting word that the podium has been accused of threatening a lectern with a gun. The podium support has dropped to 46%. (laughs) Anyway, it sort of makes sense because an empty podium represented Herschel Walker at family events as well. I knew you were going to fucking do that. I knew you wimps were going to give me an ooh. During their debate, Florida Senate candidate Val Demings went toe-to-toe with incumbent Marco Rubio over abortion, telling Rubio this. Now, as a police detective who investigated cases of rape and incest, no, Senator, I don't think it's okay for a 10-year-old girl to be raped and have to carry the seed of her rapist. No, I don't think it's okay for you to make decisions for women and girls. Was she a homicide detective because she absolutely murdered him? (laughs) It doesn't really make sense. (laughs) Demings even went so far to make a shocking admission she once respected Marco Rubio. And I'm really disappointed in you, Marco Rubio, because I think there was a time when you did not lie in order to win. She's not man. She's just disappointed. But that, in a lot of ways, feels worse for Marco. You know? I know she was a detective, but I think we can crack the case. He was always terrible. In a newly unearthed 2009 interview with Jimmy Kimmel, GOP presidential Senate candidate Dr. Oz had this to say about drinking his own urine. How do you know how it tastes? Who's tasting it and going... You gotta do it in med school. That's what you do. You do? Actually, you look in that stuff. You, you, know, you do wow. your, your own urine? No. Are you kidding me? Where have you been? You have, really? Of course. Guillermo, have you ever? No. (laughs) It was a really weird interview, especially the part at the end where Dr. Oz said, if anyone in the audience wants to go to med school, meet him behind the Wegmans at midnight. (laughs) What's that sound? Why, it's time for, uh uh-oh, Jews are trending on Twitter again. Donald Trump attacked American Jews in a truth social post over the weekend, warning that they must get their act together and appreciate Israel before it's too late. You can't say we control Hollywood and Broadway, but somehow don't have our act together. That's all we have together. (laughs) Trump was quick to add that he couldn't be anti-Semitic since his son-in-law is that little Jew bitch Jared. (laughs) Also, in a newly released video from 2021... Uh, And at an event in Bedminster, Trump complained that his support amongst American Jews was much lower than among Israeli Jews and asked of the documentarian filming him, is this a good Jewish character right here? I don't think this is what Trump meant, but just to be clear, a good Jewish character is Larry David. A bad Jewish character is the Harry Potter bank goblins. Also, Elon Musk tweeted a since-deleted image of himself, Kanye, and Donald Trump joining forces as the three musketeers bringing together Musk's so-called everything app X, Parler, and True Social. Anyway, Trump, Kanye, and Elon 
truly the nightmare blunt rotation. <laughs> this, of course, came after a series of anti-Semitic rants by Kanye across multiple interviews in his press tour for... What? His press tour for anti-Semitism. Thank you. That was, uh-oh. The Jews are trending on Twitter again. A lot of old-fashioned anti-Semitism going on out there. Not the kind of, you know, subtle kind where they call them financiers. Just old, unadulterated, raw, uncut, fentanyl anti-Semitism. And what might be this week's... <laughs> Worst depravity, a GOP candidate running for college district board in Arizona was arrested after police allegedly caught him masturbating in his truck near a preschool. I'm sorry, Kaufman said, according to the report. I fucked up. I'm really stressed. <laughs> this is part of the Republican plan to prevent perverts from entering our schools because the only way to stop a bad guy masturbating outside of a preschool <laughs> is a good guy masturbating outside of a preschool. <laughs> Thank you. In documentary footage aired by CNN, Nancy Pelosi learned on January 6th that the Secret Service had dissuaded then-President Trump from coming to the Capitol and said she hoped he changed his mind. Nobody comes, I'm going to punch him out. This oh, is my mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Behind the scenes, Nancy Pelosi is the best Nancy Pelosi. Also taken on January 6th, this clip. I just got off with the vice president. And I got off with the vice president-elect. So I'll tell you okay. I love that clip so much. She's really trying to figure out what to do, so she's calling Mike Pence, and then Schumer's like, well, I just got off the phone with Kamala Harris. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Chuck. She's currently nothing. <laughs> We're looking for people in the government. What are you talking about? It was, it was amazing. It's an amazing moment. Like, all right, did you talk to Tom Hanks? What are you fucking doing? <laughs> and just think about how many times Nancy Pelosi in her life has just been in a situation like that where she's trying to deal with something, get something going, and somebody's like, I talked to this person. I'm a big fucking guy. And she's like, okay. <laughs> 10 out of 10, no notes. Uh, speaking of the insurrection, the Justice Department has asked that Steve Bannon be sentenced to six months in prison and a $200,000 fine for defying a subpoena from the House January 6th committee. But I can't find him, said Steve Bannon, pitching up his voice in an unconvincing wig and dress, pretending to be his own wife, Stephanie Bannon, who then went into an oddly specific description of how hard it is to be married to Steve Bannon. <laughs> Weird. In lighter news, significant radio in lighter news, significant radioactive contamination has been found at a Missouri elementary school where nuclear weapons were produced during World War II. Look on the bright side of this terrible story. Every day is a snow day when it's nuclear winter. Yes. That's correct. New York City officials unveiled a new plan for trash collection to battle the city's rat problem in a press conference where they said stuff like this. The rats are absolutely going to hate this announcement. But the rats don't run this city. We do. This is not ratatouille. Rats are not our friends. <laughs> when reached for comment, a rat said, look down, I just ran over your foot. <laughs> Anyway, that last statement was somewhat undermined when the city official's hat flew off to reveal a rat tugging her hair to and fro, <laughs> controlling her every move. 
A man who works at an organization that helps preserve Japan's cultural relics accidentally backed his car into the country's oldest toilet at a centuries-old temple in Kyoto. Oh no, I wrecked that toilet, said this Japanese preservationist. And 5,000 miles away, a Jewish person who works at Crooked and ordered an oat milk latte but realized halfway through it was dairy in an unrelated incident. <laughs> Names redacted to protect the innocent. Imagine taking a dump so ruinous, so awful, that all you can do to save yourself from humiliation is get in your car and back over the toilet. I don't believe this was an accident for a fucking second. We've all been there. <laughs> Meanwhile, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced a new podcast. It's going to be called Pod Save Me from This Horny Former Governor. A Massachusetts woman allegedly unleashed a swarm of bees on a team of deputies who were enforcing an eviction notice. One of the cops managed to grab this picture as she tried to open up a big old box of bees. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. She's like, oh no, she's releasing bees. This is from the news report. After unleashing bees from hives in the back of her truck, the woman somehow donned a beekeeper suit and carried a tower of bees to the front door of the home where she tried to further agitate the bees. <laughs> you can't shoot bees, can ya? <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to see the face a person makes after being arrested despite unleashing a storm of bees to sting people trying to evict her? This is what... <laughs> Look, for those listening at home, I have never seen such a smug and satisfied mugshot in my entire life. Look at the pathos. Look at that face. That face says, I released a fuckload of bees on those people. <laughs> Keith McNally, the owner of the popular New York restaurant Balthazar, briefly banned James Corden this week, calling him a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man. McNally also previously posted a loving picture of Woody Allen dining at Balthazar, which means in the moral universe of Keith McNally, it is better to marry your son's sister than angrily send back eggs. <laughs> Those are his values, I don't know. Corden was unbanned a few hours later after he called McNally and apologized profusely. I can't decide what's more embarrassing, getting banned from Balthazar or groveling to get back into Balthazar. And I say that as someone who's done both. <laughs> also, one of the uh, Try Guy Wives, again, a group of, a, a set of phrases I've, I, I don't know who those, I never, I caught up with all of you. But uh, apparently she saw James Corden yelling at a busboy outside Little Dom's, a restaurant in Los Feliz, uh, because they weren't open yet. And he's like, we'll get you a table at five when they open. He's like, a lot of good that'll do. And it's like, what's going on? James, you're too rich for this. Any story of James Corden now just being a dick to random people, I just like get it into my For You page. I just, just send it to me. I love it. I eat it all up. He did an interview that came out today with uh, Dave Itzkoff at the New York Times where apparently he seemed unprepared for the fact that this was going to come up. It's a doozy, and he does not handle it well. <laughs> I highly recommend reading it. Scientists have discovered, based on DNA samples of bone and tooth fragments, that families of Neanderthals lived in small, tight-knit communities of 10 to 20 individuals, and when a female found a mate, they would migrate to join the male's family. Of course, migrating to join her mate's family could present problems, especially if they were wacky. For more information on how this might have gone down, be sure to check out the new CBS sitcom, Everybody Loves Oog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know how Oog was going to go. I didn't know. Four astronauts returned to Earth after nearly a half a year in space. Unfortunately, having only been back on Earth for a couple of weeks, cosmonaut Oleg Artemeyev accidentally hit a colleague with his car. But it could have been worse. He could have hit a very old toilet. When we, <laughs> when we come back, we go straight to hell with Danny and Lucy DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Angel's Envy. How can envy be a motivating force that inspires people? I don't know. I mean, Maybe look at look at Elon Musk. I mean, just you know, <laughs> envy makes the world go round. Envy and FOMO. That's basically it. That's a ba- yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's, Half, that's capitalism. <laughs> envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, Ooh. inspiring the world to raise the bar. Okay. And Angel's Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. Oh, I was wondering where we were going with this. Angel's Envy bends the traditional rules of whiskey. It's a little different from all other bourbons out there. This bourbon makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Angel's Envy are the pioneers of secondary finishing in bourbon and one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. With its unique bottle design, Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024, Angel's Envy, bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home. On top of the wide variety of houseplants available, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Mike Pence should have gotten one of those after the election day. (laughs) 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 The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape designs, and how best to take care of your plants. The point is, I may not have a green thumb, but that's why Fast Growing Trees is perfect for me because it makes it so easy. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LOVEIT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LOVEIT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LOVEIT. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. It's 2024. We're facing another presidential election with huge stakes. You want to help. You don't know where your money will actually make a difference or how to figure that out. Ensure you love to take an edible and not think about it, but you can't because you do care. Let Vote Save America make it easy for you with their new anxiety relief program. Here's how it works. You set up a monthly recurring donation at the level that feels right for you, and Vote Save America will send 100% of it to the grassroots organizations and down-ballot races that need it most. Then, at the end of the month, they'll tell you where your dollars went. That's it. Set it and forget it. Vote Save America has already raised $52,000 in monthly recurring donations. Love it. That's great. From over 1,000 amazing, sustaining donors who've signed up and trusted Vote Save America to make their dollar go further. But we still have a long way to go, and Vote Save America needs your help to get there. Sign up at votesaveamerica.com and enjoy your edible. <laughs> Legal disclaimer, paid for by Vote Save America, votesaveamerica.com, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. And we're back! <laughs> it's officially spooky season. And what could be spookier than the father of lies himself, Beelzebub? How about the father of Lucy DeVito? That's right, joining on stage the dynamic duo of the new FX show, Little Demon, it's Danny and Lucy DeVito! <laughs> Hi, how are you? Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Hello, everybody. Hello. How you doing? Good, good. good. It's good to see you both. All right, Lucy, in your new show, you play the daughter of the Antichrist, 
Oh, no, I played the, the daughter of, of, the de- Satan. of Satan. And so I am the Antichrist. Oh, and you are? Th- oh, I see yeah, how yeah. it works. She I'm sorry. The Antichrist. We don't go past the Old Testament, my <laughs> side. I'm, I'm the daddy devil. Yeah. You're the devil. The daddy, daddy devil. Yeah. yeah. Is there something you two are trying to work out through this show that you've decided to do a show <laughs> yeah, together? Yeah, no, our whole lives. We've the, been waiting for this moment, yeah, yeah, to like talk about how the fact that my father is Satan and... Uh, <laughs> I'm the Antichrist. Welcome to our world. Hey, so, come on in. Hey. <laughs> Go sin. <laughs> uh, but it's been cathartic for you to get all this out. Feels good to have like a, a show where you can excise these kinds of literal demons. Yeah, no, it's been really awesome. You know, we get to like scream and yell at each other, but then we also are buddies. Yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the Antichrist and Satan, they need to team up, you know, because they're going to ruin the world. So Is that the plan? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's a start. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danny, you live tweeted the first episode of Little Demon with absolutely no context, tweeting your followers to tweets like, <laughs> like, don't fuck with the Antichrist. I just wanted to get the mailman to fart, and I'd rather fist a dog than be in a relationship. <laughs> well, yeah, you understand. I get the idea of Twitter. I've been doing it for a long time, but I, I didn't realize the whole thing about... If you don't, you know, at somebody like at Little Demon FX, you know what I mean? At Contact. Lucy DeVito, at Aubrey Plaza, at what? They think you just lost your mind <laughs> or you've been captured by somebody <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're forced to say these things. But these were all lines in the show. So I was like really pumped about the first, you know, the, the pilot episode was going on and I was watching it and I was just tweeting shit, you know? <laughs> And then I, I, at some point, I think one of you... But yeah, there were no hashtags. They were like blowing up, and Jake, my brother, who's also a producer, we were watching it, and he was like, I think you're having a stroke. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh, it's because you haven't been tagging any... Everyone just thinks you're saying these lines, but they're actually lines in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an exciting opportunity. I think there's other things you could be live-tweeting without context. Yeah. Deliverance. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, go back go back to the great film, Surprise People. Absolutely. Just repeat lines from these crazy movies. My first tweet was, uh, I didn't know what to do, okay? Everybody said, you got to be on Twitter. I said, what the hell is Twitter? This was like when it started. And I said, well, what do you do? She's talking, you say anything you want. So my... That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. They say famously, <laughs> say whatever you want. It'll be great. And so my first tweet was, my balls are on fire. <laughs> Was that something you were watching, or was that a feeling no, you No, that was what I felt at the moment. <laughs> that was an original. <laughs> Once in a while, I do political things, like, you know, when the, those uh, bozos uh, overturned Roe v. Wade, I said, uh, Supreme Court, my ass. I was doing with the Always Sunny guys and, and, and Caitlin. We were doing The Nightman Cometh, and we were on tour. We, we were doing the show. And I was playing the troll. You know, I got to pay the troll toll to get into the boy's hole. And so I took my shoe and sock off, and I named my right foot Troll Foot, and I took a picture of it, and that's what I tweet. I tweet my foot. So if you go look at it, that's it. Yeah, it's my father. That's my father. That probably works for a lot of people. That a lot of people go searching for pictures of celebrity feet, yeah. so that's another yeah. route to build a new audience. Yeah. Trollfoot's famous. People love it. People love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Supreme Court, my ass, a classic. Also, uh, Antonin Scalia, retire, bitch. That was also, (laughs) 
You find, you know what it is? It's the simple, it's the Hemingway-esque quality. You know what I mean? Simple. That's yeah, what I love about you, it. You gotta say what you feel. Are you on TikTok? No. No, no TikTok-y. <laughs> Only thing I do is the, the Twitter. I think we gotta get him on TikTok. The, see, you know, old guy says the Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, you may not remember this, but do you remember meeting my parents at Canyon Ranch in Massachusetts in 1997 at a gift shop? <laughs> is, that, is that familiar to you at all? Do you want more details? The naked couple in the hot tub? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. them. Yeah, they were, they were, they were weird, casually... Put, weird couple. They were casually putting their key in a bowl next to the hot tub, <laughs> then kind of acting like it was nothing, hoping somebody would notice. Do you remember that familiar? I don't... I, I, they were in the gift I mean, shop. I met so many naked people in I my know. life. I know. Just... Well, it's funny, because I, I told my mother you're going to be on the show, and then she told me this story, which is that she was in a gift shop, and you were looking at magazines, and they said they didn't want to approach you. But I have a feeling they were radiating such anxiety <laughs> and staring at you so thoroughly that you didn't know what to do. So you picked up a magazine and showed it to them and said, I'm just looking to see if I'm in it. Ah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a move you've gone to? I, I think it was a hustler, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, who was funnier, mom or dad? Oh, they're, you know, they're equal wackos. Wow. You know? That's a political um, answer. Yeah. No, but uh, he's very funny. My mom is also uh, hysterical. She's a bit more, like, on the loony side of things, you know? She was... Uh, <laughs> I'll agree to that. <laughs> she likes to, like, spontaneously break out into song. And, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was, it, but it's not, like, very good. Right, know? it's not yeah, good. It's like, that's what makes know. it funny. If it were good, it wouldn't be funny. Exactly, yeah. Who currently in American politics comes to your mind as being the most demonic? Oh, my God. You know, it's hard to say pinpoint one person. There's so many. It's like, you know, there's a plethora of, like, you know, really rotten, sick politicians. And they're just, like, you know, awful. And they just stink. And they're... I know there's a, sh a part of your show which, which is called a rant, right? Yes. Well, like, you know, I, I could rant about this forever because they just, it's lies and deception and pulling the wool over your eyes and all the things that you can think of. So I, I to pinpoint one person, I, you know, there's so many. I was just watching Rubio on the TV and, you know, it's just like ridiculous, the worst. You know, and then you got Cruz, you know, and, and then you got Lindsay and you got, you got the old... Uh, yeah. yeah. You McConnell. 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 I didn't that's, even have to say it. You don't have you to say it. You, know, I, you know, so it's like... You, you, know, got, you got the guy. You <laughs> got the guy. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah. Well, screwed up anyway, right? But now to have these job junkies running the country, it's just like really... It's horrifying. But anyway... I don't, you know, I got feelings about it. Who do, you, who do you think is the most demonic? Oh, the most demonic? Gates. Yeah, he's not great. There, no. they, there's a lot of them. There's, there's a lot of them that look like they would meet in a basement with a satanic star and candles. Wait a minute, now you're talking about our show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back. I'm yeah. trying to bring it back. Yeah, I got you. I got you. When uh, Trump first started running, one of the things that came to mind to me actually, it's funny that you're here. It was like, oh, this is what it would be like if the penguin from Batman Returns yeah. actually ran for president. And then I was thinking, the penguin from Batman Returns is too much of a moderate now. Yeah. He get the shit kicked out of him yeah. from them, some of these goons. No, I was well, Cobblepot, he said he would be like, well, does he eat children? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, you're right. He would be a moderate. And so is uh, Richard Nixon. So, <laughs> Reagan's just too dumb to be anything. You don't so. have to whisper. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, is he dead? <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Sorry. He's, gone. <laughs> he's, a, he, he's just a war criminal. You know, that's all. It's yeah. a, dead war criminal. 
But besides that, let's get back to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take on you. It's your show. No, go, I, go. I, I was enjoying letting that happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Okay, okay. But uh, in honor of Little Demon, we're going to play a devilish edition of a game we're calling the Newly Dad Game. All right? <laughs> Here's how this is going to work. All right? Lucy and Danny, you'll be answering a series of unholy questions mm. uh, to see how well you can uh, predict each other's answers. Mm. I'll be squaring off against you, and since my child is a dog who can't speak, <laughs> I'll be joined by the closest thing I have to a daughter, it says here, Hallie Kiefer, our head writer. Yeah! <laughs> oh. And Brian, our producer, is going to okay. come on out. So here's what's going to happen, all right? All right. We are going to play a version of the newlywed game. Hallie and Lucy are going to try to predict what we say. Uh, We're going to try to predict what they say. Uh, Brian, take it away. You did such a good job of explaining that. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Uh, okay, daughters. Still in the dark. Okay. <laughs> these, are, these are for the daughters, the biological daughters. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Do you tell people I'm on the way when in reality you haven't left yet? So, Danny, our job is to predict what our daughters <laughs> are going to say. <laughs> All right. It was a I'm yes or no t- question. Yes, every day of my life. Yes, I do. Sometimes. Every time I say anything. Okay, uh, uh, Danny, what do you got? I said no. Wow, because oh. you, you trust her. Yeah. I wrote. I wrote yes. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote yes, but you're working on it. Yo, I'm not. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, dads, when you are alone with your God, be uh, honest. What are you ordering at McDonald's? Okay. What's our McDonald's order? When's the last time you ate McDonald's? I'll I just tell you that for I, me, for me, it's yesterday. No, I think uh, uh, the last time I had McDonald's was uh, probably I don't know, thirty years ago. Thirty oh, years ago. Wow! Wow! Give that man a round of applause. That's cool. What's your secret? You know they're everywhere. I just my car pulls right in. Yeah, unavoidable. I see those golden arches. The wheels turns. Well, yeah. Uh, sometimes I don't eat meat, so I go from eating meat. Sometimes I don't eat meat. Sometimes, I eat, but rarely McDonald's. <laughs> You're going to write down the last thing you ate at McDonald's And I'm going to okay. write down what I got at McDonald's yesterday Okay, yeah <laughs> But I think you may know I think you may know I unfortunately do uh, I know your coffee order <laughs> Father <laughs> Okay uh, Wait, uh, I, have, I'm, I have more I, have, I bought a bunch of things <laughs> Oh. Okay, why don't, why don't you reveal your answer Or we'll be here a while <laughs> Fries and a Coke Fries and a Coke. Excellent. Okay. And Lucy. I said fries. <gasps> Woo! We'll give it to you. That's pretty good. Wavelength. Mm-hmm. Uh, Upbringing. <laughs> my, that's cool. I like that. Look at that. Uh, right. I got, <laughs> and again, this was yesterday, a 10-piece McNugget meal, a McChicken, and a McDouble. Wow. And I put nugs. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. If you could get right. a, a little a food that's like this big, well, you're eating it. Um, all right, good. Good. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it in action. Little wheels of cheese. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I love a little wheel of cheese. A little yeah. snack. We know. Daughters, what's the most devilish thing? Oh, my voice cracked. What's the most devilish thing <laughs> you did as a child? Oh. Ooh. Oh, Okay. It's childlike. It's not like, it's not like I watched a man die or something, you know? <laughs> right. If you're in that situation, just look away. Hello. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. 
I mean, this is subjective, you know. It's like, oh, it's you know, yeah. this yeah. is like, yeah. you know, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. But yeah, you watched a man die. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. watched a man die. I watched a man live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a tough time with this game. Yeah. What was a devilish thing. thing Lucy did when she, when was, a she was a kid? Mm-hmm. A devilish act? Did she put we- bubble gum in a sibling's hair? Oh. Uh, or, uh, did she? Uh, it could even be like when I was in middle school or something. Ooh, a hint. Oh, absolutely. A little hint. <laughs> like, something behind the, like she's trying to something, get something, something in the bleachers. <laughs> that God. opens a can of worms. Something, no. <laughs> something after band class. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Were after you in band? School, after during school. During a, um, during a, a free period. Free period. Or, um, you know, at a party or something. Mm-hmm. During know. gym. Yeah, during gym. During Just all day. Rope climbing. Yeah. All day. Before coffee. Oh, yeah. Before coffee? Yeah. Coffee in no, middle not, school? No, not, not coffee. What a sophisticate you were. Should I reveal uh, it? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's switch it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, you say what you actually did. Uh, I was obsessed with the family next door. And so I, and each, because each daughter had like a mini mouse, like one had like a yellow mini mouse bedroom and one had like a pink mini mouse. And so I stole their Minnie Mouse and Daisy Duck. Um, they were Jehovah's Witnesses, though, and I always feel bad about that. <laughs> if they were religious, I wouldn't care. But something about it, I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I steal from these? She people? stole from religious people. All right. Well, I I'm, do it now as an adult. That's I didn't, fine. I didn't know. I, here was my guess. Oh um, no! What is it going to uh, be? Pretended to be and/or convinced myself I was straight for three decades. Oh, I did do that. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> but that's not just for, yeah. That's not just a childhood I, thing. I did do that. Into it, but as summer, a kid, frankly. you were until recently. Wow, you know, and that, that is pretty devilish. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is what the devil wants. All right. What was your childhood devilish well, act? I said I smoked pot with Becca in Laurel Canyon. Did you know about wow. this? <laughs> That sounds like a song. Danny, did you know that that was happening? I kind of figured. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you, that kind of coincides with this. She once brought, I think, the entire 11th grade to our house. (laughs) And smoked pot. Yeah, there you go. So, you drive in the driveway, you get a contact high. That's cool. That's cool. So, see, what I hear is that you were cool. You were cool. In high school. Well, I, I like to smoke pot. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. That's and cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Weed's cool. Weed's tight. I like to grow pot. Yeah, he did. He grew pot. Oh wow! In our uh, in our house, so it was a. Yeah. I had a Family good role business. model. Yeah. yeah. Nice crop. Yeah. Fathers and daughters that uh, smoke together stay together. Yeah. As I've always said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. We've also said that. That's what we do as a family. <laughs> We don't really smoke it, but yeah. <laughs> more like munch, munch, yeah, munch, more like munch, munch. Family. Dads. <laughs> What's our question. next question? I have a question, dads. All right. uh, do you ask for a plastic straw even when the Starbucks cup has the little sippy top and it's not necessary? So. For everyone at home, Danny's writing a novel. I'm yeah. excited about this. He's right, writing up to the edge of the board. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps going for 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for mine. <laughs> All right, let's see. Danny, what do you got? Okay, no plastic straws, Mm -hmm. because in 2025, the plastic in the ocean will outweigh the fish. Yeah. Okay for, there it goes, the DeVito wet blanket. I love it, what did you say? No, no, we gotta see, did did Lucy get it right? Did Lucy get it right? Oh yeah, sorry, Lucy. Yeah, I said no way. No way. Yeah. 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 Love it, do you care about the fish? Um, uh, so, uh, (laughs) Thank you both for coming. That, 
uh, obviously, everyone here cares about the environment, and that's why, to save electricity, we are ending the show. Uh, what I said was, yes, you bossy bastards. And I said yes, and all the turtles know. They all know what you get up to. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. I just... No, but seriously... You- yeah. 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 I mean, he's not but, sorry. You know, we got bigger fish to fry. Ah, that came out yeah. fun. Okay. He did it. He did it. Huh? He did it. I went there. He went there. <laughs> What's next, Brian? Uh, daughters, how many times do you forget your doggy bags and leave your pet's poop on the sidewalk out of 100? And how do you live with yourself? Do you have a dog, Lucy, or have you heard? No, I don't have a dog. Are you a pet person at all? I do. Have, I have two cats. And you kind of have to pick up their poop. You got to pick up their poop. Yeah. Okay. If you had a dog mm-hmm. and you didn't have a bag once in a while, how many times out of 100 would you say it's acceptable to not pick up the poop to consider yourself a responsible dog owner? That's out of 100? Out of yeah. 100. Okay. Like um, how many poops can you just leave and say, you know what, well, I got the others? it also depends on the size of the dog. Enormous. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's the no, it, it doesn't because it's a The pers- biggest dumps you've yeah. ever seen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. they're significant they're dumps. They're significant dumps. Okay. They're famous. They're Kyoto dumps. Kyoto style dumps. Okay. Dumps that could wreck an ancient toilet. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe you're even thinking about this. Can I show you? What did you say? Zero. Yeah, zero. (laughs) Wait. I mean, pick up the damn shit. Zero, I'm sorry. (laughs) I like four. Four is good. Uh, oh have, my you, god! I said that I would pick up. I would pick up ninety out of hundred. I pick up ninety of them. I'm saying ten percent. What's the end of the world? I pick no, no, them you're all up. How many did I cheat. pick them up? No, you, how many do you think I would? Oh, but let's be honest. Well, let's I forgot be honest. how the game works. No, no, it's okay. Honestly, how how many times out of hundred? I would rather pick up dog shit and eat it than leave I know, it on the fucking I know, floor. But I, I, think, I refuse. I, think that, I will look, go back in the middle of a hurricane look, and pick what, that shit up. What Absolutely we, fucking Listen, not. what have we diagnosed? We live in a society. What have we diagnosed ourselves with on TikTok? Tell the people. What did you diagnose yourself with on TikTok? Well, besides being gay? Yes, the other thing. Oh, ADHD. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you still got to pick up your dog poop. And I'm just saying you're going to forget and you're going to leave well, poop on the ground. Abs- not, not we got to keep watch. moving. we got to keep not moving. My watch. We're getting the How finger. How many questions yeah. we got? We no, got no. Let's, let's I'm going to go to the last one. Let's wrap okay, it up. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, this is wait, for wait, every... What did you say, zero? <laughs> I said four. Four I like. That's <laughs> okay. And I wouldn't leave any poop. Right. Yeah, never. That's okay. We know that. No, no. dog poop. No, you don't want it. Come on. I lived near Dog Shit Park in New York. This was a place, a little place took down the village. It was, it was a park. It was, you couldn't walk by the park and the, yeah. and the wrong wind was blowing. You, you just, Covered in dogs. Disgusting. It's disgusting. You go down there with a, one of your Tons hamburgers. Sh- you, know. you can't do oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. One of my hamburgers with yeah. my plastic. I'm a monster right. to you. You find the Absolutely. way I live. You think the way I live is horrible. Well, I I'm mean. A, I'm leaving shit on the ground. I'm, using, right. I'm killing turtles. Yeah, killing. I don't know if he thinks it. I'm eating, he throwing, I'm eating yeah. methane producing cows all day. You're throwing straws in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that should give you a lot to think about, Father. All right. It's time. Okay. <laughs> Daddy, what's the last question? <laughs> all right. Grandpapa. Uh, uh, okay. Th- this is for everyone. This, this is for everyone. You guys, are, you all agree. We just okay. have to write down our version okay. of the answer and yeah, see if we're so, aligned. Okay. Uh, Mary fuck kill the penguin from Batman. <laughs> okay. Uh, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny, oh. and Harry Wormwood from Matilda. The characters, all the characters. Oh, okay. So you supposed right. to pick the one you like best. You have to. So you, which one you would marry? Which one you would fuck? And which one oh. you would kill? Oh. <laughs> see, there goes the the fucking abbreviations again. You know what I mean? Okay, so I mean, all of these are weird for me. But yeah, no, 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 no. And I'm the like, character, 100%. the character, and we, yeah, that was we, and we knew that. 
okay. and we understood that. Okay. But the game is, we don't make the rules. Okay, we're We just have to. Okay, okay. I have to say, I know this is a strange thing to say. I think this is surprisingly easy, and I'll be surprised right. if we're not all aligned. Oh, shit. What? I think there's an ob- there's just like this an obvious there's an obvious. No, I don't. Answer. I don't think well, it's obvious. Right. I don't think it's obvious. Maybe I, I not to you because it's, it's a week because it's it's bizarre for you. Yeah, it's really weird. It's unholy. I, I speaking of little demons, about, I feel that way about my answers. I feel like yeah, this I, is the I, correct I, answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone else starts yeah. explaining why. It's tough. They're tough people to marry, fuck, or kill. It's part of the challenge. Marry. You gotta marry. fuck one. You gotta marry one. You gotta kill one. Fuck one. You gotta marry one. <laughs> <laughs> carry the carry just draw the, the turtle again. <laughs> Shit, man. Carry the two. Okay, okay. It's gonna make somebody jealous, but <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. I'll start. I would kill Harry Wormwood. Mm-hmm. I would have sex with Frank. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna marry the penguin. We're gonna have a great fucking time. Oh, okay. No, I'm, that's what I would do. You thought that was obvious? Can I go next? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna marry Oswald. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill Wormwood. And I'm gonna fuck Frank. Yes! Yeah. We fucking agree. I'm telling you, we are. <laughs> that, all right, wait, now, so obviously. Boys will be okay, boys. So we're on the same page, yeah, okay. but that's not the goal. No, no, that's not the goal. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Let's, let's do Hallie next. Okay, okay, so mine, kill Harry Wormwood, of course. We're all on board with that. Now, I'm Mary Frank. I don't know. I've grown fond of Frank over time. And then fuck the penguin. He's very corny. He, kind of, he has a little bit of a glamour. I don't know. I fuck the penguin. I don't know. There's something there. I can definitely see it. All right. So we didn't, that was a no. We, we did not align because mm-hmm. we had different we had different spouses. All right, Lucy, this um, is it. This is how you can win the game right now. Oh, I said marry penguin, mm-hmm. fuck Harry, and kill Frank. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh. That's so yeah, interesting. But, uh, yeah. I'm so sorry we made you do this. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting, guys. What a weird thing well, to do. Thanks for having me. <laughs> ah. uh, before, <laughs> uh, before you go, tell people where they can watch Little Demon. Really excited about the show. It's awesome. Thank you. Very excited. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch uh, Little Demon. The finale is on tonight, um, but you can stream all the episodes on Hulu. And yeah. Well, thank you both. Yeah. And and uh, Danny and Lucy will be back for the rant. Well, in a few minutes, give it up for Brian, Hallie, and thank you so much, Danny and Lucy Devito. Thank you. We'll be right back. Thank you. That was great. And we're back. There is one topic that has uh, engaged and enraged voters across the country. That is the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. Here to talk about how we can fight back, please welcome Jody Hicks, the CEO of Planned Parenthood Affiliates of California. Hi, Jody. Thank you for being here. Hi. So, so let's let's we, we'll get to some serious stuff. But uh-huh. first, it's the Penguin. It's Frank. It's uh, the dad from Matilda. Mm-hmm. Let's. Fuck the penguin. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why. You don't need to know why. I don't have an answer. You don't need um, to know why. It's a feeling. Mary it's Frank chemist- and kill yeah, Harry Matilda's Wormwood. dad. Okay. Thank you for your answer. Although my 13-year-old's going to kill me for that. So I might why? have to... Why? I because I think the only reason she thinks I'm cool is because I was backstage with Matilda's dad. And I just killed him. So I don't know. That was well, a nervous he's, answer. He's not a hero. Uh, That's true. All right, let's get <laughs> let's get to the topic. Um, okay. Can you talk a little bit about how the Dobbs decision has affected your work day to day here in California and what you're trying to do? 
there's trauma and rage involved in all of it. But it's been three months in Planned Parenthood in California. We are definitely seeing patients from all different states. So there's 17 states now that have banned abortion. We're expecting it to go to 26. So that's over half the country. Um, But we're definitely seeing patients. What we did, though, a year ago in September when Texas went into effect, we actually started the Future of Abortion Council and started planning for the impact in California. So we since then have passed 15 bills. We essentially said here in California, we're just not going to comply. So we're not going to turn over records. We're not going to, if you try and criminalize our providers, we won't help. We won't extradite. We won't do any of the things. And invested $200 million in um, both. Yep. To help people, both for our health centers, but also for people that organizations that are helping people get here. So if you need to come to California, we're going to help you get here and you're going to get care here. There's this 200 million new state funding, which you just mentioned. Uh, What is that enabling you to do that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to do? So what's great about it is some of it is investments into making sure that things like security, things like we're, you know, investing in um, infrastructure so we can um, ensure that we're taking care of patients. I mean, it impacts both people here in California, right, and people that are coming from out of state. It's not like we ask where you come from before we make an appointment for you. And um, we've definitely seen an influx of people coming. But we're also investing in those organizations that help you get here, like with travel, um, child care, like all of the things that you would need. It's almost impossible for us having this protection for the last 50 years to really think about what's happening right now. In over half the country by the end of the year, people will need to travel outside of the state they live in in order to get care. And we're talking about people that have never traveled outside of the state in the first place. So now they have to navigate that system. So we also created in California a website so that people can Google. And it was really envisioning not just how we think of it now, where you put in your zip code and get the care you need where you are, but where you need out there. So if you just look at our California website, it'll show you all your rights. It'll show you everywhere you can go, all your resources. So we're really just doing everything we can for everyone that needs it right now. So... um there's a proposition, Proposition 1, would protect access to abortion and contraception explicitly in California. Polling says it's at 70 percent. Is the hope that, I mean, obviously, California is a state that's already protecting access to abortion. Is the hope that this will drive more people to turn out? What, what is the goal of this uh, being on the ballot? Yeah, so a couple things. We definitely have in our code section, we have the right to abortion. So it's legal here in California. Um, we definitely have a good legislature right now that's investing in what they need to do. But I think if we've learned nothing from having 50 years of precedent and the right to privacy, it's we can't leave anything for granted. And we need to put in our Constitution the right to reproductive freedom, including abortion and contraception. So no matter what the future legislature looks like, no matter what our future governor looks like, it's enshrined in our state. And then on top of that, it really is the only thing we can do is state by state right now until we fix whatever's happening at the federal level. So again, I think it's hard for us to think about, but Every single election, we are an election away from losing rights. 
every single time at every level. And so we want to send that message in California. There's people that are confused and scared. We're sending the message in California. We're the state. that We're the haven state. We're going to send that message across the country. But we also know, and I talk to my colleagues in other states, they're looking at California for how the turnout is. So it's polling at 70% if people know about it. Um, we need to get the word out. People need to show up to vote so that other states can do the same. Because in, here in California, we had a mechanism to get it on the ballot quickly. Not every state had that. But they can do it next year or the year after. And we need to send the message that this is a winning strategy. How can people who are listening to this, I want to ask specifically what they can do you're building this infrastructure to help people in other places figure out how to access care if they need it. What can people listening or watching do to support that specific work? And what can they do more broadly right now in the next one month as we had in less three weeks as we head towards the election to have the biggest impact? Right now, it's really important. Look to your local health centers. Look to your local Planned Parenthoods and other health centers that are providing services right now because they're really doing all of the work and taking on all of the impacts. So donate, volunteer. Donate to your abortion funds, too. Here in California, it's access, reproductive justice, but there's abortion funds all across the country. And they're the folks that are, again, helping people actually get to the services that they need. It's so important. And then, you know, we are here in California. We have Prop 1. Yes, I'm Prop 1. Um, but certainly, I can't say it enough, we have to turn out the vote now. They were in it for the long game, and now that's what we have to do. Every single legislature matters right now. We don't have a federal protection. So every single election at every level matters, or people are losing their rights. And, and you know, it's reproductive rights right now. It's LGBTQ rights later. It's everything down the line. So every single election matters. And I know we've said that before, but it matters now more than ever. We have lost our federal protections. So uh, given the challenge Planned Parenthood faces every day in this country, we thought it was only fair that uh, you, Jody, quiz me on the subject I know least about, which is human reproduction. Uh, <laughs> I don't know my elbow from my endometrial lining, uh, which I don't even know if I said correctly. Uh, okay. So I literally haven't seen these. This is real. And Jody is now going to quiz me on uh, the topic of reproductive health. Um, let's do it. Here we go. You ready? Yep. Ready. What is ogenesis? Ogenesis? Um, that is when someone sees Phil Collins in a supermarket. <laughs> and we go, and oh, genesis. And it's reproductive. You have to uh, make yeah. it into reproductive. Oh, is it wrong? Okay, I'm sorry. What, I'm not sure. That was good. Um, the process, the process by which ova are made. Ova. Yeah. Eggs. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, I like, Malcolm. I like the beep. Um, okay. How do IUDs work? IUDs. Mm hmm. Um, like those are the, the. I know how they work. <laughs> Look, her staff is like done. What? So, so here's in my mind how it works, having never actually thought about it deeply beyond hearing about it and seeing ads for it, which is, in my mind, it's almost like, um, uh, it's like folded up and then it kind of goes, boom. Is that right? It goes, up. Oh, what? I eat, well, I don't, what are you, what are you getting so upset about? I've, I've never put one in. 
it's a, um, a, a birth control that goes that stays. <laughs> what? What? I'm right on the issues. <laughs> okay. The answer is they use either copper or hormones to block sperm from reaching the egg. Oh, I thought you meant like how they get actually put in the body. I understand that they put something out into the world. Keep going, keep going. Okay. What, how many eggs do people with a uterus have at birth? A, 1,000 to 2,000. B, 100,000 to 200,000. C, 1 million to 2 million, or D, 10 million to 20 million? Here's, let me think it out loud. Mm -hmm. I know that that you're born with all the eggs. There's got to be a a couple of months once that starts. (laughs) Birth, a couple of months after. No, 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 no. Once once puberty, once once that all, once that, that, that once, once everything gets, gets rolling. Right. So let's say a person's going to live at most 100 years. <laughs> but you're not having, you're not, you're, but menopause, which I learned about from Golden Girls, is going to happen. It does. 1,000 to 2,000? No. 100,000 eggs? 1 million to 2 million. Oh, really? They're just, that's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. Well, it's Okay, seems here's a follow-up. Roughly, how many of those eggs will make it to puberty? Uh... Is there? An, do I get any hints? No. Did I just have to know that number? Yeah. Uh, Twenty thousand. Three hundred thousand uh, okay. to five hundred thousand. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not sure I would have gotten that one. Okay, this is a good one. What are the four phases of the menstrual cycle? <laughs> you got this. <laughs> They're like cheering you on. You got this. You want me to tell you what they start with? One yeah. starts. The first one starts with an M. What? The menstrual cycle. Oh, menstrual cycle. I've heard of that. Menstruation. Menstruation. Then the next one, do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Menstruation, follicle growth, ovulation, and luteal phase. Famously. Okay. The oldest recorded person to birth a child was how old? Oh, I remember this when it was in the news. They were older. I'm going to say 72. 66. Okay. okay, okay. That was was not bad. Okay. 72. How long can sperm remain viable within the reproductive tract? Um, I'm going to say four days. Five. Okay. 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 Why do they call them fallopian tubes? Fallopian tubes. <laughs> they call them because they're fallopian. <laughs> they go, they fallop- <laughs> fallopian. Fallopian. Okay, what I love about this is the answer is hysterical, only it totally makes sense now. It says, it's not because they come from the enchanted land of fallopia. <laughs> they're named after the 16th century Italian priest and tube enthusiast, Gabriel Fallopio. What a freak that guy was. <laughs> what else you got? Now you have to find the clitoris. <laughs> you, have, you have to go touch it. <laughs> yes. And I want you to know something. I jumped with confidence. My heart is racing. <laughs> Are you sweating? Oh, my God. 
Is that it? That's it. I won? Did I win? I That's got to be worth something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody, give it up for Jody. Support Planned Parenthood. I subjected myself to this nightmare. Vote yes on one. Yes on one. Thank you so much. That was so great. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Did you know that women make up 56% of law students? That's grounds for bragging rights at the dinner table for your conservative uncle who still thinks women belong in the kitchen. It's clear that the future of the legal field is female. So why are so many legal podcasts and reviews authored by men? Hi, I'm Leah Littman. I'm Kate Shaw. And with Melissa Murray, we are the hosts of Strict Scrutiny. Each week, we break down the latest headlines and biggest legal questions facing our country through the lens of diverse voices to give you expert views you won't hear anywhere else. Strict Scrutiny is your guide to the Supreme Court. New episodes drop every Monday, plus bonuses whenever the Supreme Court takes away another one of our rights. Make sure to subscribe to Strict Scrutiny wherever you get your podcasts. It's 2024. We're facing another presidential election with huge stakes. You want to help. You don't know where your money will actually make a difference or how to figure that out. Ensure you love to take an edible and not think about it, but you can't because you do care. Let Vote Save America make it easy for you with their new anxiety relief program. Here's how it works. You set up a monthly recurring donation at the level that feels right for you, and Vote Save America will send 100% of it to the grassroots organizations and down-ballot races that need it most. Then, at the end of the month, they'll tell you where your dollars went. That's it. Set it and forget it. Vote Save America has already raised $52,000 in monthly recurring donations. Love it. That's great. From over 1,000 amazing, sustaining donors who've signed up and trusted Vote Save America to make their dollar go further. But we still have a long way to go, and Vote Save America needs your help to get there. Sign up at votesaveamerica.com and enjoy your edible. <laughs> Legal disclaimer, paid for by Vote Save America, votesaveamerica.com, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Reclaim your time now that you can listen to four weekly ads-free episodes across Pod Save America and Pod Save the World. There's never been a better time to join Cricket's Friend of the Pod subscription community. The marketing people say that listening ads-free saves you up to two hours of ad listening each month. Imagine the possibilities. You know what you can do with two extra hours a week? You can listen to Listen to, to more podcasts. Exactly. Ah, two more episodes. Uh, That's yeah. two more episodes. Yeah. Get more stuff in your brain. Yeah. Get more stuff in that more brain. stuff and content in there like, yeah, uh, like you're a foie gras <laughs> Become a member today. Go to Cricket.com slash friends now to learn more. And we're back. Please welcome to the stage the phenomenal Ellington Wells and the stunning Chris Fleming. Hello to you both. Hi. Thank you both Hi, for being here. Hi, folks. Oh, my God. John, how long has Planned Parenthood been planning that assassination of you? <laughs> You're going to be so big in the incel community. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to be a new hero. <laughs> and your legs were crossed so tight by the end. Of it. I, I, you I, got smaller and smaller. You were falling on the sword. You to became prove a, a point. diamond at the you, end of that. You yeah, were, your face was down here. It was like really tough. <laughs> no, look, it hurts to sit cross-legged. Like, unless you're I like mean, incredibly... The questions the were crazy. Thank you. Yeah. They were. Thank, no, they were. Yeah. They were. Thank no, they you. were crazy. Yeah. I am yeah. still... We were with doctors and they didn't know any of them back there. <laughs> All right. I also got reprimanded by the people. They're shooting the rookie outside, and I, you think they wouldn't need like thirty thousand crew members to shoot the fucking rookie? And they, 
one of the PAs, I ran through a shot. I think the director was like, what are you doing, man? And I look like I'm dressed like Aaron Brockovich. So they, uh, I think it's totally going to be really interesting this next season. You can see Chris on the new season of The Rookie. <laughs> All right. Are you familiar with Chuck Grassley? He's 89 years old. He's from Iowa. Barely, yeah. I dated Chuck briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 81. Intimately, actually. Yes, yes. Turns out. So, uh, Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is currently leading Democratic opponent Mike Franken in the polls despite acting and speaking like a glitched Tesla right before <laughs> it crashes into a school. Uh, which is why we're going to play a game in which you must answer, is this tweet an actual Chuck Grassley tweet or is it a fake tweet generated by GPT-3, an AI that can fabricate tweets based on a person's Twitter account? Okay. Uh, shout out to our writer, Peter Miller, for convincing us of this segment and, even worse, having to read a bunch of actual Chuck Grassley tweets to create it. Are you both ready? Yes. Thank you. All right. Is this real or fake? First tweet. Windsor Heights Dairy Queen is good place for you know what. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that real or oh, fake? Oh, good. I is actually that, don't know what. Is, <laughs> is that sexual or is it like a blizzard? <laughs> I don't know. Could be. Could be. Uh, That's got to be AI, right? Yeah, I think that's AI. How expensive is the AI yeah. system? Uh, <laughs> like, how good? Uh, not good enough. That's real. That's oh. real. Oh, no. my. What? what? No, wait. Now I do want to know what. We don't know what it was. We assume it was a blizzard, but it could have been anything. We have to move on from that. Like, we're, we're not going to get the this crowd like the back. Thing. Now they're all in their heads. No, we're Next up. <laughs> I'm choosing not to focus on bad headlines or little problems when I should be worried about jobless. <laughs> the choosing is really artful. Choosing. Because I've seen his tweets, and he does tweet the way, like, a landlord texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want a toilet? That's it. You're out. Go camping. You ever... P.S. You ever see Steely Dan live at the bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay, this... What do you think, Ellington? Ellington, what do you think? Um, all the words are, like, too complete mm -hmm. for it to be him. So, like, I actually think that it's AI. I agree with that. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Yes! Yes. Next up, you're doing great. Out. Next up, tomorrow is the 25th anniversary of I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> That's him. Oh, my. It ha yeah. Yeah. It's important to him. I tweeted that, too, once, yeah. yeah. AI. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to yeah. be sick. <laughs> Wait, but was that true? Was the, was the next day the 25th anniversary? It couldn't possibly be. Fact checker! It couldn't be. It had to be. You, got, that, you have fact checkers here? You have like 30. Yeah, yeah, there's okay. a lot of, they're running up, it up. up there. <laughs> Is the penguin fuckable? <laughs> <laughs> or marriage material? <laughs> Let's ask the daughter. <laughs> you out of your mind, John? You are going to be the incel king by Saturday. That was <laughs> you are going to be... You're going to take Grassley's position. Next up. Fred and I hit a deer on highway, misspelled, 136 south of Dyersville. After I pulled fender rubbing on tire, we continued to farm. Assume deer dead. No, come on. No, this is, this is actually real. No, Who's no, my, Fred? My friend sent this to me. Okay, so you know. This, I, is, yeah, this I, has happened. Assume deer dead, I remember that. You got it, it's real. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, tweeted that, it. That is... It's like an admission of a crime, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did have to... I think he did have to do some cleanup explaining why he didn't check. 
All right. What? Next up. Yeah. <laughs> why he did a hit and run? Yeah, yeah. why he did a hit and run. Next up. I'm a Republican who believes in life. Why wouldn't you want to jump on my cow? <laughs> That's like a Roger Waters lyric. Oh, I love it. Good. I love it. I love it. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Ellington? Why wouldn't you want to jump on my cow? Yeah. Um, AI, I want to say. Well, wait, I'm sorry. Was the Windsor Heights, that was real, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there is a sexual undertone in all the real in ones. All the, in yeah. all the Yeah, yeah. it's coursing with that Iowa 89-year-old suppressed... Repression, ...senator... Yeah, yeah. Nursing yeah. home hookup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a culture. <laughs> real. You said Ellington said fake. I say fake. AI. Oh, yeah. oh, I can't you, disagree No, yeah, Ellington. you can. No, yes, I you don't can. have the courage. Chris. Do it. You're wrong, Chris. It's, it's AI. It's AI. Ellington yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for Ellington, though. Uh, let's do uh, Just Turned to History Channel. No history. I used to get history. Why do we <laughs> yes, such yeah. a channel when it doesn't do history? H- Why do we you H-back? know it's have. You know so that. <laughs> this might have been. Now look, the, I'll give you. This is either this is have? either real AI or mm. this is a Dennis Miller AI that we <laughs> <laughs> that we brought in just for this, and we ed- took out the word uh, Chachi. Why doesn't it do history, Chachi? Yeah, and a you paw know, print emoji. Paw, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the HV is really, really realistic. Um, like, like someone typing with their elbows. And I, I. Th- mm, what do you think, Ellington? This one feels real to me. To me, mm-hmm. this is real. I, but he wouldn't use punctuation. See, this is what throws me off. No history. It, why, why would you use a period but not spell out have? And he doesn't. Yeah. AI. He thinks it's shorthand for have. <laughs> he thinks HV it's is like how work, we're saying yeah. it these days. <laughs> yeah. 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 You think, it's I, AI. you think it's AI. No, you think it's I real. Think, no, I think it's real. And you think it's AI. Yeah. Ellington is right again. I gotta go home. Yeah. Let's Ellington, do one more. I'm never, I'm never disagreeing with you again. I have 10 followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more. So good at the internet. <laughs> Last but not least, what is your pet poodle? Is it real or fake? What is your <laughs> pet poodle? What is your pet poodle? Okay, what do you think on this one? Well, this seems like that... This it, is it, the like, sexual thing again, I no, think. No, this is less sexual. This is more like a Stephen King short story prompt. And, <laughs> and you know, how, yeah, it, like this seems, oh, like educational, thoughtful. I mean, it seems like a good team building question. Okay, it's, it's real... I think, I think it's AI. Ellington is correct again. Oh Let's do one more. Let's do the last one. Let's do the last How many points do I have? Uh, Ellington, she worked at an airport sniffing out AI. <laughs> yeah. Checking bags for liquids and AI. Yes. I'm really against AI, I have to say. <laughs> Final one. Uh, let's go over to Jefferson. Okay. Because it's I'm at the Jefferson, Iowa Dairy Queen doing. You know you what? You know what? It's real. It's definitely real. It's real. He's upset. Kristen Ellington. He loves dairy. You've both won the game. You've done an incredible job. Ellington won the game. We're attacking. Can't have one without the other. Uh, When we come back, it's time for the rant wheel. And we're back. Now it's time for the rant wheel. Here's how it works. We spin the wheel. Wherever it lands, we rant about the topic. This week on the rant wheel, we have leaf blowers. It's so muggy out. Mice, abs, spooky season, groomsmen, clothes talkers, and being 40 and using TikTok. Let's be out. <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. Okay. 
It has landed on mice, which I believe was suggested by Chris. <laughs> Take it away. Do you know this thing where really toxic girls identify closely with mice? <laughs> Like, a girl will put a picture of, like, a, a mouse in a cottage and be like, it's me. And it's like, I saw you make a bartender cry. You have said the cruelest things to the community. You are feared by the community. You are, if anything, a bison who gores people at Yellowstone. They'll put, like, a picture of, like, a toad in a jean jacket carrying, like, a basket of mushrooms. And it's like, me doing my little things. Your little things? You gave my dad a personality disorder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. A lot to think about. Let's spin it again. It has landed on close talkers, which I believe Lucy suggested. Yeah, yeah. I have a thing with close talkers. You know those people like at a party when they come up so close to you that like you go cross-eyed looking at them. So then you turn your ear to them because you don't want to get their spit in your mouth. And the thing is that I don't like, there's two kinds of close talkers. One is the close talker who is so loud because they're hard of hearing so they think that you're hard of hearing so they start screaming in your ear and it's really really fucking annoying and then the other one the other one is the whisperer the one who whispers to you and just spits in your ear the entire time and I I think that I uh, was at a party recently where I started in the living room and inched myself all the way into the kitchen and was uh, just trying to get myself away from it. So, you know, I don't really know about t what to do about these close talkers, except, you know, hope they don't have COVID and uh, give them an Altoid. Nice. Yeah. Let's spin it again. Using TikTok and being 40, that was my proposal. But actually, Lucy's giving me something that I would like to discuss based on what she just said. It's a related phenomenon, uh, which is when you're at a group dinner of, say, six to eight people, there's two ways that that can go. There's the right way and there's the shitty way. The right way is one big fun conversation where everybody's talking and it's one group of people. But there are some people that sit at a table for six to eight and they want to do this. And they want to just do the one-on-one. -on -one. But just out of your eyeline, you see a, mar a marvelous colloquy of five to seven people yeah. having a phenomenal time, throwing different jokes like around. Solitary confinement. And you're just in the one-on-one -on -one They're in the box. Yeah, talking about how their aunt has been sick and how it's been hard. And you're like, yeah, no, I know. I feel like it's happening to me right now, too. <laughs> Yeah, we like, were just I'm texting like, each other over here. Continue to make eye contact. Continue to make eye contact. And another thing about using TikTok at age 40. <laughs> when you try to tell people what you're seeing, they think you've lost your mind. You can't tell people about biscuit talk. <laughs> you can't. You can try. You seem like you've lost it. <laughs> No, no, no. There was a documentary. They sang a song about biscuits. That led to a phenomenon of people making videos using the song in an aluminum suit. <laughs> now, there's an agroni thing in my head. 
and all I want to do is Spagliato. order food in the style of a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. And I want to do beef chalupa <laughs> supreme with sour cream in it. That was actually sexier than what she did. Thank you, Chris. Or what they did. Something's you lie! <laughs> I didn't find it sexy. I found it menacing. <laughs> you know, that's how where I was like, I think I need to stop trying to be a part of culture. <laughs> that was it for you? That was it? That was it? Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. moment, the promotional tour for House the of Dragons? The Secret Life of Pets first. And then Life that. of Pets? Secret Can, Life of Pets. Secret Life yeah, of Pets. Yeah, yeah, Can I ask you a question about Please. your TikTok? Uh-huh. Is it trying to get you hooked on mushrooms? I'm trying to get TikTok hooked on mushrooms. Oh, okay. So it's you. It's you. It's me. Yeah, yeah for it sure. I... We're going to get Danny DeVito on, on TikTok pretty soon. Oh. I haven't any idea what he said for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. But I do relate to that thing, especially if you're at that table and you're the one on that side yes. of you looking over here, trying not to make eye contact. All of a sudden, you got somebody's back right there. You, it's the hell, and they're so yeah, like, that sucks. It sucks, right? And then you try to bring somebody else in. So you're doing the yeah, one-on-one yeah, yeah. thing. You're like, wait, Jeff, you have an aunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Community bring it all in. Yeah, you feel yeah. rude, though. You feel rude. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. being rude yeah. to you. But I didn't come to dinner with you. I came to dinner with a bunch of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfucking believable And if any of you are the kind of person that does that, reevaluate. It's abusive. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong to do. Mm-hmm. Let's spin it again. It has landed on abs, Ellington. That's me. Yep. Why does everyone on the internet have abs all of a sudden? I am sick of this. We don't need abs. We need health care. You guys are missing the point. I saw a comedian the other day promoting a show, and they had no shirt on, and they had abs. Comedians with abs? Are you kidding me? They should not be able to work out three times a day. They should be in bed all day long, (laughs) suffering under the weight of crippling depression. That's what makes a comic work. (laughs) And also, why is my TikTok trying to get me hooked on shrooms? (laughs) I don't know why. Maybe, but sometimes... Maybe I need them. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I think the TikTok, the algorithm knows you better than you know Mm -hmm. you. you Oh, yeah. No, no, it definitely knows. I'm I'm looking too long at the ad. I'm like, hmm, yeah, I do need to focus more. Mm -hmm. Lines mean... Lions, what is that? I don't want to... I really... Why did I even bring it up? Abs. They suck. Listen, if you're 16, maybe you just have abs naturally. (laughs) If you work in finance, fine. You can have abs. (laughs) Fine. That's fine still. It's fine still. And if you are actually a model, I mean, you walk on a runway, not a model, and you guys know what I mean? (laughs) Then you can have abs. Everyone else, eat sugar more. (laughs) Uh, And I would say, too... um, Two red flags for me. Obviously, a comedian with abs, red flag. Really Ooh, bad. You're not, your shit is too, too much together. How are you making this schedule work? How are you eating your macros, whatever they are? And I don't understand that. And another red flag for me, leather jacket in the promo shot for the comedian. If there's a leather jacket, there's a leather jacket. We have to cut this. We have too many guests who wear leather jackets. <laughs> so the one thing is the abs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know what I mean about the leather jacket. Oh, completely. It's really bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, what are you trying to be? Let's Dane spin it again. Cook. Let's spin it again. <laughs> oh, shit. Cut, cut that, cut that. What's he going to do? Attack you in 2003? Marry another child? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's spin it again. He can't do anything to you now. His manager took all his money. 
Leaf blowers. Leaf blowers, that's me. <laughs> I mean, I, I know everybody's got to make a living, and I was a gardener when I was a kid. And we, we swept the sidewalk, we did everything like that. We did it with a broom. And we piled it up, and we stuck it in something like where are you going to either you're going to fertilize something with it, or you're going to toss it away, or you're going to burn it like leaves, something like that. You don't take a fucking thing and make all the noise in the neighborhood and blow the leaves from one neighbor to the next. (laughs) And then their gardener blows the fucking leaves back to you. So these leaves are getting a fucking great ride. (laughs) And like, on a Saturday? (laughs) Fuck you, man. Thank you. (laughs) All right, let's spin it, I think, one more time. It has landed on groomsmen. Okay. My only thing... (laughs) This is not going to play audioly. Yeah, you got it. Keep going. You're crushing it. To, to say audioly in front of a Williams man did not feel good. <laughs> a man who can put his hand on a New Yorker and read it, like Alan Strange. <laughs> I feel like the people that listen to this show, they're like, you know, like really smart dogs that need to be overstimulated? Like, or they eat, or they eat the couch, like that, like... <laughs> Or like, you know when you hang out with an Australian shepherd and suddenly you're in another room and you're like, that, I just got herded by that shepherd. <laughs> Like, my sister went to Williams, uh-huh. and all the, like, she's always, t- like, today she was just sending me Wikipedia of, like, Gavin Newsom. She's like, if you're going to go on the show, Chris, you need to wake the fuck up. <laughs> She'll say things like, you know Tilly Mullane. I don't know who Tilly... No, Chris, you know Tilly Mullane. She basically introduced Mochi to Rhode Island. I... <laughs> but the thing, <laughs> my problem with groomsmen, and this is not going to play to an audio crowd, is just, like, seeing six identical hideous men just doing this. <laughs> Wearing, like, tuxedos, which is just... Men that think they look good in tuxedos, I'm just going to compare you to Daniel Craig. And, like, you think you look like James Bond, but you look like you're in a chamber orchestra. Like, you look like you played the bassoon. And they line up like they're... Like, in case anyone tries to steal the bride. Like... I'm not going to try to steal the bride. Thank you very much. Okay. And that's the rant wheel. Thank you so much to Ellington Wells, Chris Fleming, Danny, and Lucy DeVito. Thank Thank you you. so much for being here. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. And we're back. Because we all need it this week. Here it is, the high note. Hey, love it. This is Henry from San Francisco. Over a year ago, my friend in Hong Kong was arrested for violation of the national security law because of her involvement in publishing a children's book series about a flock of sheep. With no bail allowed, they were kept in detention for 18 months during the trial. They were eventually found guilty for, air quote, sedition, and sentenced to 19 months in prison. Despite injustice and the lingering worry about the Chinese government taking over Hong Kongers' human rights, my high note for this week is she was finally released on Monday before her birthday this week. Thanks for all you do. Fight for freedom. Stand with Hong Kong. I love it. Uh, my name is Hannah. I'm originally from Maryland, but currently in grad school in Massachusetts. I've been 
feeling really homesick this week after a really, really shitty week. And listening to your Marilyn show was just such a bright spot, especially when you give love to burger cookies and old bay on fries. Um, because I'm, I'm definitely missing some that cuisine right now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for all that you do and for giving me a little taste of home from far away. Thanks. Bye. Hi, my name is Lindsay and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. My high note this week is that my NICU warrior is going to be turning one years old next week. He is the most incredible little human being I've ever met, and watching him grow, learn, and thrive over this year has been absolutely incredible. I am just so proud of the little man that he is turning into. Thank you so much for being a bright spot in this past year and um, for all that you are doing. I love you all so much. Bye. Hey, love it. This is Erica from Michigan, and I've been meaning to call on this high note for a while, but it's been kind of a work in progress. Uh, within the past year, my wonderful stepdaughter has come out as trans, has graduated from high school, has finally been able to petition to the state to change to a name that matches her identity. Uh, and she is now in college, and she's 18, and she's excited to vote in the midterms, and she just fucking rules, and I'm so, so proud of her, and I'm truly honored to be able to be part of her life and to be her stepmother. Uh, thank you for everything that you do, and vote yes on Prop 3 in Michigan. Let's restore Roe in Michigan. Thanks, everybody. He sent in a high note tonight. Shout out to the Philadelphia Museum of Art Union for their contract win. We heard about it when we were in town, and they were marching in the rain. And if you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. Thank you so much to Jody Hicks, Ellington Wells, Chris Fleming, and Danny and Lucy DeVito. There are 17 days until the midterm elections. Have a great night, and have a great weekend. Thank you all for coming out. Bye. Love It or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer. And Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pullaby Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor. And Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Nara Melkonian, Zuri Irvin, and Milo Kim, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroote for filming and editing video each week so you can. And you can find these glorious videos at youtube.com slash crookedmedia. When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this. This place doesn't look like the pictures. Ah, is there a door behind all those spiders? It's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation. Ah, this is perfect. Relax, you booked a Verbo.